welcome to the Pitbull Patty Show. I'm your host, Patty Stuckler. We're keeping it real here with straight talk and sharing true stories that will inspire you to change your life. Are you ready for this? Because here we go. Did you know that there are colors and decor that will help you attain health and wellness? It's based on your individual makeup, like your physical and psychological traits. My guest today helps people discover their own unique constitution and how to use certain colors and types of decor in their home that actually help contribute to a happier life. She's an author and a lifestyle coach, and she's been featured on all the major television networks and appeared on the daytime talk show host, Harry. Welcome, Jaya Jaya Myra. Thank you so much. It's great to be here today. I'm so excited about you uh, coming on because I think this is such an interesting topic. I think um, a lot of people are really interested. It sounds a lot like um, that feng shui. Is it similar to, to that? Definitely. This is definitely connected to both feng shui and vastu, which is an Indian equivalent to feng shui. But it goes into more detail than either of the two systems because you can learn to understand your own constitution type and then use what's going on in your home to rectify internal imbalances. So when we hear about feng shui, we hear about doing certain things in our home, using colors, using positions of certain things to maybe rectify energy imbalances. So this is taking it that step further to make your home work with you. So it sounds like very individualized. Before I ask you um, about how it relates specifically to your home, I Mm -hmm. I just got to tell you, I watched your your, um, episode on, your appearance, I should say, on Harry. And that was so interesting how you were talking about, uh, so if anybody gets a chance to check it out, um, you, you were talking about like what foods to eat and what not to eat and, you know, before big events like a, your wedding or a, even a job interview and things mm-hmm. like that. So that was very cool. Very interesting. But, um, so how does, how does this whole thing like with health and wellness, how can that relate to somebody's home? So your health and wellness relates to your home because we all spend a lot of time in our home. We spend time with our family, with our friends. Sometimes we socialize here. Usually we're sleeping in our home. So we want this environment to be as sound as possible to our individual constitution needs because whatever is happening here is going to affect what's going to happen when you go out into your career, into the rest of your interpersonal relationships. And if this isn't put on a good foundation in your home, it's apt to make those other circumstances and environments be less than optimal. Hmm. So when you talk about constitution, what do you mean exactly by that? So when I refer to constitution types, I use an elemental system that is referenced in both Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine to help people understand what their elemental attributes are. And that forms our overall composition or constitution type. So the emotions, your psychological temperament, and even your physical body type are all part of what your constitution are, and they're all strongly connected to each other. Well, that's really interesting. So you're so it sounds like it's way beyond uh, feng shui in the sense mm-hmm. that you're really uh, hyper um, tailoring and hyper customizing it depending on a person's physical makeup and their 
personality traits and so forth, right? That's exactly correct. Because you can use your home to rectify imbalances that are going on inside of you personally. I know a lot of people who don't like to meditate or they, they say they can't meditate. They've tried. They don't know how to calm their mind. So when you use this constitution-based remedy and apply it to your home, you can do certain things that are going to give you similar aspects that meditation would. You can make your space more calming and soothing. You can help settle down anger problems and frustrations. You can sleep better at night. So if you can get these same benefits just by adding certain decor or certain colors into your home, I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah, and it sounds like it's it's way beyond what a lot of people, including myself, feel that if my house is a mess and I'm, I'm rushing off to go to meet a client and I know I'm leaving behind this mess of a kitchen or my garage is a hot mess and I'm thinking, ugh, and in, in my mind, I'm just, it's like wearing on me, but you're talking about something mm-hmm. way beyond that. You're talking about, it sounds like, uh, really purposefully going into your house looking at it and saying, okay, I'm going to paint the walls a certain color based on your own specific constitution and and that will really help you kind of every day when you wake up and you're in that space. That is correct. How do you determine constitution in this sense? So I want to back up a little bit um, with that. If somebody's like, say they're, say it's a woman that's a small framed petite woman and um she's got a certain personality type maybe you know very uh dominant personality type or whatever it may be how do you how does that relate to how do you figure that out in the first place so i can tell a person's primary attribute usually just by looking at them because our psychology does relate to our physical body type which a lot of people I don't think understand that. So if you gave me that scenario of a short, petite woman, uh, is this woman curvy-ish or is she like super gaunt and thin? Hmm. Like hmm. Which, which of the two? Um, say curvy, I don't know. Say curvy. Yes. So if you see a short, curvy woman and someone particularly like with curly hair, these are all attributes that relate strongly to earth element. And I would know that this person has probably a primary composition type being earth. So we've all got all of these elemental attributes inside of us, but they come in differing proportions. So if I were to see someone that has a primary attribute of earth, I would know that this person needs to feel grounded and stable and secure in everything that they're doing. I would probably, uh, I, I would avoid certain things that tend to, make people feel expanded or ungrounded because an earth-based person is not going to like that. They're going to want structure and things to be a little bit more consistent in their day-to-day life, things that can help keep them rooted into the earth. So if you take that same same woman and now uh, describe somebody or see somebody Mm -hmm. that's a very petite uh, woman with straight hair that's very thin, then what would that you know, how how would that affect the constitution? What type of constitution would that be? I very rarely see people that are petite and truly gaunt because when you see people that are super duper thin, they tend to be a little bit taller by nature. 
And both of those attributes lend themselves to air element. And air element can be a wonderful thing because it helps us to be creative and inspired and have new ideas. But it can also mean that your head is in the clouds a lot. So those people need to ground to rectify their imbalances, but they feel most at home in situations and circumstances that are uplifting and elevated. So for example, with home decor, with a person who has a lot of air element, I wouldn't want to put a lot of furniture into that space. I wouldn't want to fill every nook and cranny of that space because that type of person is going to feel crowded and that's gonna clash with their constitution type. An earth-based person or a water-based person might be exactly the opposite. You could have a small room, and as long as things are situated and organized and clean, there can be more in that space, and it's not going to cause aggravation to their temperament. So how many constitution types are there? So there's five basic elements, earth, water, fire, air, and space element. So you can't really see space when you're looking at someone, but it relates strongly to sound and to music and to vibratory frequency. So people who respond very powerfully to music or who love to dance or sing or play an instrument will definitely have that aspect of space element in their temperament. And it's important, like especially for those type of people, to do things in the home where we're involving vibration and sound frequency. Does the someone's height uh, then oftentimes dictate what uh, constitution they are? Sounds, sounds it like? shows, It's definitely going to play a role in it. People that are super tall always have some predominance of air element, whether it's their first, second, or third, uh, that, that remains to be seen. But if you're really, really super tall, you're definitely going to have a lot of air element. If your frame is tends to be slender, but let's say not like overly gaunt or willowy, but you know, you've just got a nice put together, but slender physique that lends itself to a lot of fire elements in the constitution and fire element is what really drives people. Those people who are super laser focused and driven and get everything done that they want to get done. Those people tend to have a lot of fire element. They're clear about what they want and they know how to go out and get what they want. So when you look at someone, uh, even before you talk to them, just by looking at them, you can usually peg their constitution type? I can usually peg at least their primary and sometimes their secondary constitution. And then after we do that, I have people take quizzes, which is going to outline which is an actual which position, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And when you take the quizzes and you see the proportions of everything, you can also start to tell if some of the stuff is imbalance or out of balance. Because sometimes people answer questions and it's just because maybe they're not in a good mental state that, that day and they're going to answer a question in a different way than their constitution would suggest. But when you see the entire breakdown, it becomes pretty apparent if a person is just imbalanced or if what they've given as answers for their quizzes are actually correct. Or, or they just ate some spicy food. <laughs> they just ate some spicy food, <laughs> aggravated their temperament, and blew off the handle. <laughs> That's a problem for fire people. If you've got a lot of fire in your constitution, you really got to watch out for the spice. Like if you're prone towards anger, you want to definitely watch the spicy foods. That's where that comes into play. People who automatically have this habitual tendency of flaring up and getting angry 
don't need to add anything else hot and spicy to the mix. They should add in foods that are cooling and soothing to calm down that aspect of the temperament. So what is your constitution? If so I ask. My, my primary constitution is earth and my secondary is fire. And third would be uh, space. And so there's very little air and water in my constitution. And so you can see this because I am short. I have curly hair. Uh, I have a curvy physique, but not super curvy. Like the super curvy woman that you see, they have, they've got a lot of water. And that actually lends itself to more of those round-like features. Like if you see someone and their face is like more rounded, you're, you're going to know immediately that they have water element as one, is their, one of their primary constitution types. So for me, I have to feel grounded. I have to feel stable. But I'm also very driven and ambitious. I like things to be clean and organized. And I know exactly what I want and how to go and get it. And I don't want anything being in the way of that. So in my own home, I've chosen to use colors on my walls that are going to reflect and bring out more of that fire. Because earth, while it grounds you, it can also make you lethargic. That's like one of the drawbacks. Each elemental type will have a drawback and also its positive aspects to it as well. So if you have earth element, sometimes you can be prone to being lethargic or a little bit sluggish at times when it gets out of balance. And so I've put everything in my house to be bright. Like my walls are painted the color of the sunrise and the color of the sunset based on which room I'm in. And I know for most people, you don't want bright colors in a bedroom, but my bedroom is paint goldfinch yellow because I want to wake up to the colors of the rising sun. I don't have a lot of natural light that comes into my room in the morning. And so it's very important for me to have those bright colors surrounding me first thing when I get up. Well, that's, <clears throat> does, this, does the fact that some people really have um, a, a craving for light um, where they literally have a problem if they don't have enough natural light in the times of year where it's, um, you know, it, it just gets dark so early and, and uh, the days are short. Does mm -hmm. that factor into this at all? I think using certain colors could help, but that's usually because of an actual chemical deficiency that's going on in the body. Like when we go out into the sun, our body is actually producing vitamins from that. So I would try to rectify that more through diet and supplements, but definitely if you keep your space more vibrant and golden and sunny and yellow hues, I think that is going to help your mood to not get so down and sluggish when the weather is cold and gloomy. It makes a lot of sense. I go in so many homes all the time, and when I go in a house that, I, that there are really bright colors, ugh, I'm always just thinking, oh my goodness, you know, some really... Uh, orange, bright orange, or really bright yeah. pink, or purple, or something like that, and I just think, oh my goodness, you know, you got to paint, especially if it's a seller that I'm talking to, uh, you know, you got to neutralize it, although I personally mm -hmm. like a certain amount of hue, I don't like white walls, and in fact, I always yeah. tell sellers, even if you're selling your house, don't paint it white, it's too stark. No. But, it is. Um, it's too sterile. My my bedroom, I painted uh, kind of what I would describe as milk chocolate color. And okay. I love it. It's like being wrapped in, you know, a Hershey bar or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's just, uh, so for me, that's calming. So what, does that say anything about, uh, you know, my own constitution? I think that you've got a lot of air and fire in your constitution, so it makes a lot of sense to me 
that those uh, those brown hues they're very grounding they're earthy they're going to calm down the mind bring more peace and stability and just help to rectify when that energy just goes a little bit uh, like crazy inside and you have like too much energy or too much going on in your mind those grounding colors can definitely help and you're totally right about what you said about when you go into a home and you see all these colors that's not necessarily the best thing if you want to go and sell a house I'm not telling people to go crazy with their painting <laughs> but think about your decor maybe you want more neutral walls but you need to add a splash of color to your furniture or had or add an accent chair to a room or add a water sculpture something that is going to help with whatever your constitution is based on your own personal aesthetic needs. Like I know some people, they don't want to paint their walls any color, no matter what. And that's perfectly fine. But then they should, they need to have more vibrant furniture in their space. Gotcha. Are people ever surprised at what you tell them their constitution is? Not normally. So they're not normally. Usually it makes sense right away. They understand what you're saying. Usually it makes sense to people. They understand those aspects of the personality. Like, yeah, this person's a real go-getter. They want to accomplish things. Uh, and if, if you tell them that and how that relates to fire element, that, that clicks, that makes sense because they can relate it to their experience. Sometimes if you tell someone they're watery or earthy, if you don't give it context, they're not going to know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you're telling someone they have a lot of water in their composition. So people who are born under the water signs like cancer as an example or scorpio who tend to be more emotional by nature more receptive uh just more emotionally connected to life those people are those are usually the people who they may not get it at first like if you tell them hey this is a part of your composition because they don't relate that flow of water being connected to the emotional state flowing freely hmm I've always been super fascinated with personality types. So I've studied them for a long time. The Anagram, if you're familiar with that uh, person, Mm -hmm. those nine personality types is one of my favorites, Uh, but DISC and all the other ones. Mm -hmm. So it sounds similar in some respects uh, to what you're talking about, except that it also adds that element of the physical traits. Yeah, it adds the element of the physical traits, and it also takes into account life path and purpose. When you know what your constitution type is, you will also innately know what your talents and your strengths and your weaknesses are, and that can help you to hone in on something that will be suitable for a career or a life path for you. It is very, super interesting. What is, um, when you talk about a wellness lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Can you explain exactly, you know, what that means? You know, I mean, I, I think people know what a, a, to be well and have a great life and so forth. But is there something beyond that? Or c- kind of uh, what do you mean exactly? Well, simply put, it's whatever any individual needs to stay well, be healthy and be successful in life. And we've all got our own needs, like people who have super high stress jobs, they're working 60, 70 hours a week, their wellness needs are gonna be different than say uh, a stay at home mom who's taking care of one child. So it's whatever you need at this point in time for you to stay healthy, happy, and be successful. Do you have um, tips that you can offer that really have, of how to make your home like conducive to a, a really good, healthy lifestyle? 
Absolutely. Uh, I always strongly recommend people get as much natural light as possible. If you don't need to have lights on during the day, uh, definitely don't. If you can make ways to get more natural light into your house, I always recommend that. Of course, having a water filtration system in your home is going to be optimal both for your your skin care and taking care of your physical body properly and then also what you're drinking, of course, and putting into it. But I know quite a few people who have a lot of chemical sensitivities just to what is in the tap water and it will even affect them when they're taking a shower. So we definitely don't want to overlook that stuff. But when it comes down to the decor, if you know what your type is, if you know that you have specific triggers, my suggestion would be put something into the room that you spend the most time in that's going to help to mitigate that trigger. Like if you tend to be a very angry person or you fight a lot with your spouse, maybe put a small water sculpture in your living room because flowing water always helps to calm down explosive emotions. And if you look at fire and water, these two elements are at odds. Either you have fire and you dump water on it and water's gonna put it out. And so this is the example about pacifying anger. The other example to that is if someone has a lot of water in their constitution, someone who is a fire type can tend to nitpick and poke at them until that water type becomes almost explosive. I would definitely say don't put a lot of things in your home environment that are going to be related to fire element because it's not going to play well with your personality type. So what would, are there tips that you can offer as far as like, you know, what would make, you know, what types of things would be conducive in your home, you know, to really help to attain health and wellness? Absolutely. I think some good general things that anyone can do, regardless of their constitution, is to get as much natural light as possible. Like, Don't leave your curtains closed all the time. Open that stuff up. If there's anything that you can do to get more natural light into your space, definitely do it. Consider having a water filtration system in your home, both for what you're cooking with and drinking, but also for what you're showering and bathing in. Because a lot of people don't understand um, really what that water can be doing to your body. So having good natural light, having clean water, that's, those are definitely two general things that anyone can do. When it comes down to your constitution and your emotions, I would say identify what is your biggest trigger. What is the, the one thing that really sets you off and do something to rectify it. Like if you're prone to anger or if you know that you and your spouse get in a lot of fights, I would suggest putting a water sculpture into your living room. Even if it's just a small fountain, that's going to help to cool you down and to not make you as prone to having an angry outburst when that's present. That's, that's really interesting. So if you, um, so it sounds like some things are environmental uh, concerns, like when you're talking about the water, making sure that, mm-hmm. you know, you have a filtration system and things like that, that you're not getting too many minerals or, or whatever, like a or, well water. Or pharmaceuticals, because a lot of that goes directly into the water supply, and it doesn't get filtered out at water treatment plants. Are there types of furniture when you talk about decor? Um, you know, if you're talking about the um, oh, Victorian type furniture versus, you know, the 60s mm-hmm. or Mission uh, furniture, those types of things, are there certain 
uh, or or when you're talking about decor, are you talking about kind of more colors used or textures used in in um, in a home? I think it's really important for people to have decor that fits what they like. And that may seem like a very obvious statement, but I can't think of maybe more than one person off the top of my head who has purposefully and intentionally put together their space. We usually end up with furniture as a hand-me-down or a gift from someone. And a lot of the things that are in our environment, we didn't purposefully pick out ourselves or we didn't think about it in a holistic fashion. So as long as you get things that you like, that you feel comfortable with, I think that that is the most important thing. Just don't ever underestimate the importance of truly enjoying everything that you have in your space. It makes me think about a, a client that, uh, that I had a couple years ago. She has an amazing house. It's a huge house, and she decorated the whole house pretty much in gold, like she mm-hmm. obviously loves gold, very, uh, I would say gaudy, but that's my opinion, <laughs> you know, very, uh, very just gold everywhere, gold leaves mm-hmm. and gold statues and big lions, you know, gold lions, of course. And, and then she would have, a, she had a lot of bedrooms and so she would have a theme for each bedroom, like it would be a princess theme or it would be a lion theme or it'd be, it was just so fascinating to see she had so much personality and to see she truly, you know, thought about that whole plan with her house. But with most people, I find you go in their house and especially if they've been in the house for any length of time, any number of years, it's almost like you're going into a time warp of when they moved in the house and they haven't done anything (laughs) since. (laughs) Absolutely, because a lot of people don't have the budget to refresh their furniture every 10 or 15 years or to get new carpet or to figure out what it is that they want to do. Hey, do I want to invest in some new art for the space? Do I want to get a sculpture and put it here? Because a lot of people enjoy experience as in dining out or going to a play or going on a vacation, they see that as more of a priority than what they're putting in their home. So are there things that they could do that on a, on a budget? Any suggestions? Uh, if somebody is really like, I don't have any money to redecorate my house, but, um, absolutely. I say start adding in colors that are are going to benefit your unique constitution. If you need to feel more grounded, use more earthy shades like browns and sand tones and chocolates and things that are going to help you to feel more connected with the earth. Uh, If you need a little bit of creativity and inspiration, maybe add a piece of art that's got peach and orange and pink hues into that. Maybe some light mint green. Uh, shades of green are great to use in the kitchen. Anything that's dealing with new growth and vitality, that can help to give a little bit of pick-me-up, especially if someone is in a cooking rut. Add little things, whether it's maybe a small plant or two that you're adding to your kitchen or a piece of art or a little sculpture or maybe a little jade statue. That is going to help to elevate that environment for you. Well, it's it's really interesting. Um, the whole topic is really interesting that you that you talk about. So you wrote a book uh, called Vibrational Healing: Attain Balance and Wholeness, Understand Your Energetic Type. So does that um, book encompass kind of give people an idea of what to look for to how to figure out their own constitution? Or I know you mentioned a quiz. Is that on your website? 
That's actually in the book that you just mentioned. There's two sets of quizzes in there that people can take to understand their elemental attributes and also one to understand specifically what's going on in your psychological temperament. And then it does pair those with each of the different elements and gives you an explanation of what the elements represent and how you can find good healing modalities and things that are going to work for your lifestyle to keep you well and healthy whether it's stones or aromatherapy or cooking with uh, particular spices or incorporating different colors into your life, that book will be an excellent resource for helping people understand what they resonate with, what they don't, and why. Well, it's so cool because I've always thought about one's home as kind of the mirror to that person. But what you really are shedding some light on is really, it sounds like you can use your home to really uh, adjust problems in your life, adjust whatever your innate personality type is that you can, the things that aren't so great about any particular, or the weaknesses, I should say, about any personality type uh, that we have, and kind of adjust that, keep somebody calm or give some creativity or whatever they're lacking you can Absolutely. kind of use your home to, uh, to boost those things, help yeah. those things. And I do recognize there's usually a lot of people that live under one roof. But say you're the mom who's got four kids at home that you have to take care of. I guarantee you things are going to be a little crazy and chaotic. Put things into your space which are going to help to calm and to soothe you. Use calming, cooling, soothing colors. Uh, incorporate things like water. Again, even those cool mint green tones would be very helpful. Small things like that can make a huge difference. And and probably uh, I would think you would suggest not to have too much stuff because then you're just having to clean more, right? <laughs> I always suggest not having too much stuff. Uh, I have a, a very zen-like approach to my lifestyle, though. I, I don't want to have to take days to pack things up. If I were to ever have to move, I want to be able to pack everything up pretty quickly in under a day, like half a day to a day and, and be done with it. I don't think that we should have so much stuff in our space that we don't even recognize what we have. Yeah, I, I go on some people's houses and they have so much stuff. They're, they're, they're almost borderline hoarders. And it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Like I, it makes me uncomfortable almost because it's like, and then I'll say, you got to get rid of this, 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 you know, if, if they're selling their house. Because it's just, you know, it, to me, I, I have a minimalist uh, approach to my house. I don't mm-hmm. want to have a lot of extra stuff. I don't collect stuff. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't have, not, not there, there yeah. isn't some people that I really um, respect that have really cool collections. Like if, you, if you're into guitars and you got a cool guitar collection, great. You know, I think that's really, really interesting. But for me, there isn't anything that, that I feel like, oh my gosh, I have to have something surround me that I collect. So I just keep it really simple. <laughs> I, life is complicated enough for me. So it's like, I don't want to have all that extra stuff. <laughs> I completely agree. I like having my place just be clean and uncluttered and have like the, the different aspects of color that are in my space. And for me, that's very soothing. Like when I come home at the end of a long day, the second I step foot into my apartment, my whole mind calms down. I settle down and I become peaceful. Well, you have been really terrific, and I I want to know how can people find you because I do think this topic is fascinating, and I think a lot of listeners will want to will want to know well what is my constitution type, and how can I you know use colors and decor to 
you know, kind of bring some health and wellness in my life, how can they find you? You can find me pretty easily online at jayajayamira.com. And same thing for social media. All of my social media handles are at jayajayamira. So whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook, uh, that's how you can find me. And it's spelled J-A-Y-A-J-A-Y-A-M-Y-R-A. That correct. is correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. dot com. <laughs> Jaya Jaya Myra. Yeah, I, I, I heard uh, Harry Connick Jr. Uh, singing uh, yes. Jaya Jaya Myra when he, when he interviewed you. I thought that was very cool. <laughs> it was cool. Harry gave me my own theme song. He did. I, it was very catchy. <laughs> so if anybody wants to check that out, you could Google it. And uh, I thought it was very cute. Or it was on your website, actually. Yeah, you can see that on the website, too. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much, Myra. You've been terrific and, um, you know, be sure to check her out. So this wraps up this episode of the Pitbull Patty Show, where we're keeping it real in real estate. Until next time. (laughs) 